Hello and welcome to Living Veda. I'm Rachel and I want you to live long and live well. Together, let's explore the ancient art of Ayurveda and yoga so that you can build a life well-lived. I'm here to teach you these truths in a modern and livable way, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, friends. There are some interesting and special events happening around us this week. We have the Lunar New Year and a new moon yesterday on February 1st, and Groundhog Day, which might seem a little bit silly, but We'll dig into that a little deeper in a moment today, which is February the 2nd, 2022. Okay, so I have a background in theater and education, and one of the biggest lessons that stuck with me from my time in that world is the importance of ritual and ceremony. People really need rites of passage and markers of time. We need timeline stamps, people, <laughs> and we have all been given a taste over these past few years of what it feels like to live without group ceremony and celebration, and it, it's not great. Am I right here? I mean, hopefully it's getting more and more safe to come back into those kinds of spaces, but the reality has made it even more important for us to have smaller rituals and smaller celebrations that are all of our own. So if you take a look back at the year 2020 or even the year 2021 and you just can't really remember anything that happened, you are not alone. Our brains have a hard time documenting time when every single day is the same. And this is one of the many reasons that travel can be so good for us as people. But if you're looking for a way to break up the time, to add in some special timestamps, to connect with the sacred in a simple and special way, then welcoming ceremony into your life can be a really great way to do it. Okay, let's start with the Groundhog Day bed. You probably know this as that silly moment when a rodent decides if you should keep out your big coat for a while longer. And you're right. I mean, these days, that's what it is. But many believe it grew from something a bit more magical. Its roots are in this deep Celtic pagan holiday called Imblic. And this is a celebration of the halfway mark between winter and spring, or the winter solstice and the spring solstice. And it's still celebrated today by many, many people. So during Imblic, the goddess Bridget is worshipped. And she is often associated with fertility, with rites, with arts, with poetry, and even prophecy. And most celebrations will include some sort of offering to the goddess. It's also celebrated with fire, and that fire can be in the form of a burning lamp, a bonfire, or even just a candle. And I don't know about you, but celebrating something warm with fire that marks the spring is coming turn point really just sounds very nice about now. So in the spirit of this celebration, it, it also really ties in beautifully to the idea of a new moon ritual and to that of the Lunar New Year as well. This year, the year 2022, is the Lunar New Year of the Water Tiger. Good news, friends! The Water Tiger is associated with exercising evils, with strength, and with bravery. And I think we could all use some of that energy right now, please. All of these happenings work beautifully with the new moon. So each cycle of the moon carries its own energy. 
a new moon is all about a new start. And that makes good sense because, of course, the moon herself is about to start over, so to speak, and she's going dark for a moment. It's an ideal time for reflection, planting, and intention setting. It's a really great time to consider birthing something new. And that could be the birth of an idea, a way of being, a project, or even a literal person. Whatever it is that you are considering bringing into creation, this is an ideal time to give it more attention. An ideal time. I said that weird. Anyway, I'm going to walk you through five easy steps to creating your own new moon ritual that's specific to all of the good things and celebrations that are happening right now. Now, please make this work for you. It can be anything from a 15-minute ceremony to a full day celebration. Please take what works and interests you and just leave the rest. The important part is that it's given attention, intention, and that, that conscious choice of creating a sacred ceremony space. It will help your brain track that something different and something special is happening. And that way, when we look back at the year, perhaps we can remember something next time. <laughs> so anyway, let's start at the very beginning. Number one, the first step is to create a sacred space. You can put as much or as little time into this step as you like, but it's an important one. It's uh, in the most simple version of it, you might just have a corner of your home that you really love. Perhaps that corner is near a window with natural light and a view of a plant, either inside or outside. And you'll bring with you to this corner a journal, something you can write with, perhaps also a candle, and something that's comfortable for you to sit on. It can be that easy. It can be that simple. But if you'd like to give it a bit more attention, a bit more detail, we can create an altar. And if you already have an idea of what it is that you'd like to start creating or bringing forth, bring an object with you that echoes that idea. So for example, if you're considering, let's say, literal physical fertility and birth, you might bring a picture of the goddess figure or a statue of her. And if you're hoping to move into a new home or build a new home or create a new home space, you could bring a picture of a dream home. You get the idea. Object represents idea. You might adorn the altar space with something beautiful you've found out in nature as well, like a fallen leaf or a pine cone. You could burn incense or a candle to clear the space. You might even have cards nearby that you can pull from. So goddess cards, tarot cards, wisdom cards, oracle cards, whatever kind of cards you like to work with. Uh, have a journal or something that you can write in. You could have a picture of a teacher, a guide, a god or goddess, an ancestor. You really cannot do it wrong. It's about creating a special space where you feel safe, protected, and centered. And that brings us to what we do once the altar is set up. So if, again, you're trying to create a, a shorter version of this practice, you might take a quick shower with all of your senses fully alert so that you can feel the warmth of the water and enjoy the sensations of smell. And if you're doing a really, really super fast version and you also sometimes don't have time to shower, you could wash your hands or wash your face or wash your feet and wash them with something that is pleasant to your sense of smell uh, with a water temperature that feels good, something you can enjoy. 
And for those of you who do have more time to play with or who can create more time, the second step is to take a bath. Oh my goodness, the beautiful loveliness that is an intentional ritual style bath. This is a space for enjoyment, for pleasure. It's like a self-care ceremony of sorts. This part's really important because it is so difficult to give birth to something new without becoming depleted if self-care isn't a part of the equation. When we're always in creation and when we're always in go mode, it's really easy to just get out of whack. So a bath is just one of many ways to create a self-nurturing space. And if you hate a bath, that's okay. Imagine what it is for you that's very nurturing. And perhaps you don't have time for every day and do that. But my friends, my fellow bath lovers, let's set the scene. Dim the lights. Turn on the candles. Light the candles. Turn on. If you have the LED ones, you can turn them on. Otherwise, light the candle. Some sort of a bath blend or a bath oil that you love should go in the bath. Be playing calm sounds like ocean sounds or neutral music or silence, whatever works for you. And have with you some warm tea or a little warming wine, you choose. Give yourself time to enjoy, to soak in all the goodness. And if you'd like to add in and a really specific Ayurvedic flair here, you could indulge in a slow and warm Abhyanga session before you ever even get into the bath. The warm water will help drive the oil of the Abhyanga practice deeper into your skin and leave it more nurtured. Um, it's just a really lovely practice. And this leads us uh, from allowing the mind and the body to be free and enjoy towards a more directive and con contemplative space. So number three, our third step in the new moon ritual, is to practice gratitude for the good things that you have already created. It is very wise to move from a place of gratitude. This lens might make it more possible for you to choose what you'd like to create next. You can, of course, feel the difference between trying to create from a place of lack or greed or attachment as opposed to creating from a place of gratitude and wisdom and full-heartedness. Okay, think with me for a second. Can you picture something that you've tried to create before and it, it didn't work? It did not go as you had planned. I know I can. And often when I reflect back on when the world went wrong here, it's all there in the inception of it. It's about where it came from. The more we can all create from a place of gratitude and offering and abundance, the better. We're more likely to make things that feed both ourselves and the people we're trying to make them for. Do you feel me on this one? Gratitude and clarity, they matter. And the new moon is a wonderful time to give both some attention. Which brings us to number four. Okay, from the clarity that we have from a gratitude practice, we can move even more deeply into an open and receptive space with meditation. So meditation can look like more than one thing here. I'm using the umbrella word meditation, but what I mean is any practice that's going to take you deeper into a listening space, a space and a state of being where you are connected to something that is larger than yourself and you're very interested in what it has to say. So for me, 
The words that feel the best here are universe or consciousness for you. It could be prayer and God or worship and goddess, whatever it is, that's what we're going for. You might be sitting cross-legged on the floor with your eyes closed, chanting or listening. You might be praying out loud or inside the safety of your own mind. You might be pulling a goddess card or oracle card or tarot card. There's lots of cards out there. Whatever practice it is that helps you remember that you're a part of something that is bigger than yourself and that you can tap into that goodness for help, do that practice. And all of these practices culminate into the last step. So let's rewind. First, there's creating the sacred space, the container for ritual and ceremony to happen within. Then it starts with taking good care of yourself, nourishment, so that you can create and dream from a well-fed place that does not lead to depletion. That nourished space will make it more possible to set the tone for gratitude. And here you can get into the mindset of abundance and service both to yourself and to others. Next, it's time to meditate and connect to the bigness of the universe for wisdom and guidance. No one is an island. And when we recognize our connectedness, it creates more likelihood that wise and successful creations will follow. So number five, my friends, it all comes together in intention setting. This is where the clarity hits the paper. <laughs> so for most of us, it's inside the container of ceremony and ritual that there's space to really put something out there. The energy of the dark moon with all of its potential and rebirth is a wonderful time to do this. You will know best what has come up. It may be something totally different than you expected and that's okay. That's what happens when we're listening. What is it that wants to be created, brought forth and born? What ideas need more attention? What little curiosity has more questions left to ask and offer? When you know, write it down. Pen to paper, old school style. And if you'd like to hearken back to those embolic practices, you could offer the intention that you wrote down to a fire. Please do so safely. <laughs> Another option would be to light a candle as you write down your intention and simply place it next to the burning candle. You can place the written intention outside under the dark moon, beneath the weight of a crystal or any other object that means something to you. There are so many ways to ritualize the intention so that it sticks a little bit closer to you and your brain processes and remembers it. Whatever it is, I hope that just like this time of year, your creation dream moves you out of the darkness and towards the light. I hope ceremony becomes a comforting friend that helps you break up the time and marks celebrations and progress. Can you tell that I'm really into ceremony and ritual? I hope so. <laughs> so if you'd like to learn more rituals that are specifically self-care practices from the Ayurvedic lineage, please check out the course that I made. It is a two-week adventure that invites you to look specifically at your morning routine. Well, not just your morning routine, but most of it is around the morning routine and weave in practices that you really love and that help keep you really well. And you'll learn a new practice every single day for two weeks. And so by the end of the course, 
you'll know how to craft a daily practice that works for you. Hope you love it. And I'll link to it in the show notes. So happy Lunar New Year, good people. Happy New Moon, happy New Moon Ceremony, happy, happy Groundhog Day, and happy Implic, and happy intention setting, and dreaming, and creating, and moving toward the light. It seems like the perfect time to evoke a short prayer to the Lord of Ayurveda. Until next time, my friends, thank you for joining me here in this space. And please, please, please share, like, review, tell your friends, that sort of thing, so other people can find this. And may all these diseases be conquered as by a powerful forest fire. Thank you all, and goodbye.